This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Did you know that when God created you in His image, you were created to be a perfect human being, programmed for success and never for failure in everything you set out to accomplish in your lifetime? Expect divine health in a world surrounded by sickness and disease? Prosper when all others gain wealth and prestige by lying, cheating, and stealing? Live peacefully in a world where right is wrong and wrong is right? Christians have difficulty accepting and acting on these powerful truths because they simply don't understand what God has designed or their faith is just too weak to make God's plan a reality. In his powerful one-day message, You Were Born to Be a Winner, Pastor teaches how you, much like an athlete, must train and discipline your body, mind, and spirit in developing that winner's mindset, determined to win every blessing God has intended you to have. How prepared are you to step into God's winner's circle? God created us to be winners and not losers. He's created us to be triumphant and to be uh, victors and not victims, to be overcomers and not those that are overcome by life's issues. But, you know, we have a part to play. And Paul, in this particular portion of Scripture, gives us some directives and some things that I think can be extremely helpful to us as we seek to walk out our life or run to win or walk out our Christian life like a winner. Uh, Don't give over to the loser's mentality because the Lord created you to demonstrate in this world his excellence, his power. Because we become the demonstrators to the world of what an awesome God we have. We become the living examples to the world about what what God will do in and through a life that will submit to him. A life that will embrace the things of God and live according to the word of God and learn to live by faith and not, not, not by sight. If we're going to run this race, as Paul kind of you know, describes this Christian walk as a race, and he likens it to a race in these verses that we're going to look at today. And this is familiar. You know these verses. But he likens our Christian walk to a race. And he gives us some very clear-cut instructions of what we ought to be doing. Let's go over to chapter, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 24. And he says, Do you not know that those who run in a race all run? but one receives the prize. Uh, Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus I fight, not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. I want to read this uh, verse to you from the Living Bible, which I think says it so much better, um, much more understandable. It says, in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets first prize. So 
run your race to win. He says, run in such a way or walk in such a way that you're going to win, that you're going to be a winner. You're not going to walk in such a way that you're going to be a loser because God didn't program you to be a loser. He programmed you to be a winner. He didn't program you to be on the bottom. He programmed you to be on the top. Amen. So he says, run or walk in such a way that you're going to win the prize, that you're going to, you're going to come out on top. And it, it is possible to come out on top. It is possible to be a winner. You can overcome anything in this life. Listen to me. You can overcome anything in this life with God's help through faith, through the Word of God. Come on, and in the Word of God. So there is nothing in this world that has the power over you or I. We are total and absolute victors in Jesus Christ. So Paul says, run in such a way that you're going to win. But I don't know, as I've viewed Christians over the years, I see so many people, you know, they're not even running. They haven't even gotten it up to a run yet. You know, their pace is like dragging their feet, stand still. So many people are in neutral or in park. And unfortunately, there's so many that go in reverse, go backwards. But Paul says, run your race. And run in a way, walk out this Christian life, this Christian uh, life that you have. Walk it out or run it out in a way that you are going to be a winner and not a loser. So right there is clear evidence that God wants us to be winners. God wants us to be on the top and never on the bottom. Can I get a better amen than that? that? So he says, let me read it again. Living Bible, in a race, everyone runs but only one person gets first prize. So run your race to win. Run your weight race to win. So we're going to win. Say, I'm going to win. You're going to win. I don't care what the opposition is. I don't care what the warfare is. I don't care what the struggle is. You can win against that thing when you put your mind to it and say, I'm going to run this thing and I'm going to win it in Jesus' name with his help and by his grace and by the help of the Holy Spirit with me every day of my life, I'm going through to the end and I will overcome whatever it is I need to overcome. Can I get a better amen than that? So verse 25, Living Bible, to win the contest. Now here, here's where he goes into the instructions. And these are some of the things that I want to just touch on tonight for whatever time we have left. To win the contest, you must deny yourself many things that would keep you from doing your best. We need to understand that if we're going to win the race, then there are some things that, uh, you know, we have to unencumber ourselves with. Things that are sapping our energy, things that are sapping our strength, things that are a distraction to our lives. Like I said before, TV is a wonderful thing. It gives you great entertainment. You know, even Christian TV can become a major distraction because all you're doing is listening to what other people are saying about God and when you do that all day, you're not taking the time to hear what God wants to say to you. So even watching Christian TV, which could seem to be, you know, uh, safe and, and, you know, not harmful um, and not distract, can ultimately be a distraction because it's taking you away. So he says, to win the contest, you must deny yourselves many things that would keep you from doing your best. So he's telling us here that we need to unencumber ourselves. To understand that if we're going to win, then there are things that we're going to have to do like a runner. There are certain things he can't do. He can't be out partying late at night and think he's going to get up early in the morning and get on the track and start running 
in a way that he's going to win. He can run, but he's certainly not going to win because he's all tired out. There are certain foods that he can't eat. There are certain things that he cannot engage in because it saps him of his energy and it puts the, it puts the, the, um, the success of this race or winning this race in jeopardy. And that's the way we have to look at our own lives. What is it in our lives that maybe sometimes gets in the way and encumbers us and really holds us back from really winning the race, really coming out on top? I don't know. It's something that we all have to think about. In everything um, that pertains to God and our walk with God, we always ought to seek and desire to do our best. And that's why we look at our life and say, if, if something is holding me back from doing my best, then I need to get hold of that thing and I need to change that. I need to ask, maybe, you know, I need to ask the Lord's help because I'm having a hard time with that. But we need to get hold of those things that hold us back from doing our best and running our race, race with greater ease and, you know, with more victories. The, the easier, the more we unencumber ourselves, the more we simplify our lives, the more wins we're going to see, the more victories we're going to see happen to us and in our lives. Can I get a better amen than that? All right. So he says, an athlete goes to all this trouble just to win a blue ribbon or a silver cup. But we do it for a heavenly reward that never disappears. So verse 26, and now he talks about himself. So he says, I run straight to the goal with purpose in every step I fight to win. I'm not just shadow boxing or playing around. We all have assignments from God. And they're not, sometimes they're not grandiose, sometimes they may be. But we need to run our race and do it. Like Paul, Paul said, he says, I run straight to the goal with purpose in every step. In other words, everything I do has a purpose and that purpose is ultimately going to take me to the destination that I want to get to or I believe God is leading me to. You've got to put purpose in every step of your life. Because I've seen people go around the mulberry bushes, they say, and never get to where they need to get to or where they want to get to because of the little steps they've taken that have caused them to go off track. Every small step in life needs to be thought out, prayed out, you, you, you need to seek God. You've got to know where you're going. And this way, you know which way to go. I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to do that because this is going to lead me down the road of distraction or take me down a route. See, many times there are, there are many things that I would love to get involved in. And also, also throughout the years, people have come to me and said, Pastor, why don't we do this? Or why don't we do that? Or why don't we have this ministry? Or why? Because most of the time, the answer to that is very, very simple. That is not something that God has put upon my heart. And if he hasn't put it upon my heart, I can't do it because to do it means that I'm going to sidestep and there's a potential of me getting off track. So that's why I don't do everything that every other church does. I do what God's called me to do. I call what God's called this ministry to do. You see, so Paul says, very, I run straight to the goal with purpose in every step. If I can't find purpose in that step, then I'm not going to do it. If we're going to run to win, then we must concentrate our efforts. And I, I'm calling out to everybody here, even the leaders here, you better know what you're supposed to be doing and do what you're supposed to be doing with all of your heart and all of your might and stop doing what you're not supposed to be doing. 
Stop being involved in areas that you're not supposed to be involved in. Concentrate on what God has given for you to do. Run your race with excellence. Be excellent at what God has given you. And you're going to win. You're going to see that you're going to come out on the top. Hard, hard problem, hard, hard situation for most believers is that we just want to get involved in everybody else's race. You're nosy, nosy, nosy. And you want to keep meddling in on other people's race and you keep tripping up. You're tripping them up and you're tripping yourself up. You're doing a, tri- you, you know, you're sidestepping. You're not, you're not, you're not running your race. I love the way this says it. To win the contest, you must deny yourselves. Or I'm sorry, verse 26. So I run the race uh, to the goal with purpose in every step. With purpose in every step. So have a clear purpose in what you're doing in life. Verse 27. He says, like an athlete, I punish my body, treating it roughly, training it to do what it should, not what it wants to. Wow. Now that's a tough one. Because our, our bodies want to be lazy. Our bodies want to give in to, you know, desires and temptations. That's just the part of the human experience, the human nature. Our, our bodies want to do that. But Paul says, if you're going to win, if you're going to run your race in a way to win, then like an athlete, you're going to have to, you're going to have to get a hold of your body. You're going to have to tell your body what it's going to have and what it's not going to have. You're going to have to, here, here's the word, you're going to have to express some discipline, self-discipline. Wow. You're going to have to express some self-discipline because you just can't, you know, let your body tell you what you're going to do. Paul says, run your race in a way to win. How many of us are running in a way that we're going to win? Um, you see, you can overcome whatever you need to overcome in your life. It takes sometimes a little discipline. You can win. You can win, but it takes discipline. It takes discipline. So he says, like an athlete, I punish my body, treating it roughly, training it to do what it should do, not what it wants to do. And as it pertains to our Christian, listen, a lot of times I don't want to do what the word says I should do. Am I the only one? Sometimes I don't feel like forgiving. There's some people I just have a hard time loving. Am I the only one? You better say yes, because then I'm going to pray for liars in about 30 seconds. Sometimes, you know, I have a hard time with that kind of stuff because, you know, people do stuff and you, know, you understand we've all been through it, right? But I have to force myself to say, no, I'm not going to do that. Sometimes I don't feel like being kind. Sometimes I wake up on the wrong side of the bed, as they say. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I can feel a little grouchy or a little grumpy. And, you know, I want my, my flesh just wants to take over. And I just want everybody in the world to know that I'm ugly today. <laughs> I want everybody around me to feel my ugliness. Anybody know what I'm saying? All right, I see some wives nudging their husbands here. So I'm not calling any names out, but I want everyone to feel what I'm feeling. So, but you see, that's not consistent with the word of God. I have to take hold of my... Sometimes I don't feel like praying. You don't believe that? <laughs> believe it, because it's true. Sometimes I, I just... It's like, man, I'm just tired today. I don't want to pray. You know? I have to force myself to do what's right 
And by forcing yourself to do what's right, only good comes out of your life. You, you, you pick up your pace, you run your race at a better speed, and, and you win more times because your body's not jerking you around. Your flesh isn't dictating and leading you where it wants to go. Rather, your spirit man is rising up and saying, this is what we're going to do. You may not feel like it, body, but I'm in charge, you're not. Sometimes you've got to discipline your body by saying, I'm not going to do that because I know that right now I need quiet time. Right now I need to pray. Right now I need to shut that down and shut out the world and just spend time with God. You need to discipline your body. Take charge of your life. Otherwise, you know what happens? Your life takes charge of you. And you know what happens when your life takes charge of you? Here, you get out of control. And when you're out of control you are a disaster waiting to happen. Because if you lose control in one area, you're going to lose it in every other area of your life. So he says, like an athlete, I punish my body, treating it roughly, training it to do what it should, not what it wants to. And then he goes on to say, otherwise I fear that after enlisting others for the race, I myself might be declared unfit and ordered to stand aside. See, it goes back to the reason why we do this is so that we can win people to Jesus. So that they can see the victories in our life. They can see how God is working in our life. Because we're doing our part. We're cooperating with God. We're, we're listening to the word. We're obeying it. Our lives are prospering. And people see it. And they want to follow. They want to get in the same race that you are. Who wants to follow somebody that's a mess? Who wants to follow somebody whose life is falling apart? They don't have their act together. You see, that's why I believe that, you know, I can get into a whole lot of things here, but don't have the time. But I believe that we ought to look our best. We ought to be our best. We ought to act our best. We ought to demonstrate to the world excellence in every way. Yes. Because what good is it to get somebody in the kingdom and then they look at us and say, well, I don't want to be like you. You can't even get it together. How can I get it together? We got to, we, see, we have to see, we need to make, make people jealous for God. Look at us and say, man, I want to be just like that. I want to have what he has. I want to, I want to be like he is. That's what's going to attract people. But the way you're going to do that is you've got to do what Paul says here. You see, you have to get self-control. You've got to run with purpose. You've got to walk out your life with purpose. You've got, you know, these are some steps. There are other things, obviously, but these are the ones that we're focusing on tonight. So just, just write these things down real quick, all right? So what is it going to take to win? What are the things that Paul is talking about in these verses? Number one, self-discipline. Give you one verse. 1 Corinthians 6, 12. Paul said it this one. He says, all things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. One verse, and I, don't, I have it. Well, actually, you know what? Let me read it to you. Can I read that verse to you? Yes. All right, listen. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. One version says beneficial, or that word helpful actually means profitable. All things are lawful. In other words, I can do whatever I want, but all things are not helpful or profitable. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. So all, I can do whatever I want to do because people say, well, don't tell me what to do. No, I would never tell you what to do, but
but I can tell you that what you're about to do is going to destroy your life. So all things, I can do whatever I want, but the bottom line is that not everything is beneficial or profitable to my life. See, see wisdom and maturity is this. I begin to see the things that are beneficial and profitable to my life, and those are the things that I go after, and those are the things that I do. Those are the things that I allow into my life. If there's something I'm going to allow in my life that's not going to be of any benefit to me, or profitable, or on the other hand could be hurtful to me, then I'm going to extract it. I'm going to get rid of it. I'm going to dump it. Can I get a better amen than that? So number one, self-discipline. Number two, focus. 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 Just like Paul said, run to win. Know where you're going. Put your focus on a goal, on a vision, on a purpose. What is it you want to do? What is it you want to accomplish? What kind of Christian do you want to be? Let's start there. What kind of man of God do you want to be? Do you want to be a man of God? I hope so. What kind of woman of God do you want to be? Then begin to focus. Find good examples and focus and follow. Uh, Go to the Word and focus on the verses that are going to help you to be uh, uh, that man or woman of God. So focus. Number number, uh, uh, three. Have faith in God and yourself. You can do it with God's help. Philippians 4.13 said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So have faith in God, but also have faith in yourself that you can, you can accomplish, you can do, right? Number, number four, patience. You must have patience as you're running this race because, you know, there's a difference. You've heard me say this before. There's a difference between sprinters and long-distance runners. Long-distance runners train to be in it for the long haul. Sprinters run 50 yards and they collapse and that's it. That's all they can do. That's what they're trained for. But if we're going to make it, if we're going to run to win, then we're going to have to be endurance runners. We're going to have some, you know, days where we're going to feel really good and some days where we're not. There are going to be some days when things are going really well and some days when they're not. There are going to be some days that are, you know, sunny and shiny and some days that are not. Does anybody, anybody understand what I'm saying? But you, you see, no matter what's going on, you have to purpose to keep on running, to keep on going. That's how you win. You run to win in that fashion or that way. Some things you're going to understand, some things you're not. But you keep on going, you keep on pushing, you keep on pressing. That's how you end up on top, and that's how you win this race. Amen? So patience. And number uh, five is practice. Keep doing it until you get it right. And I like this. Count every failure as a practice session. Galatians 6, 9 says it this way. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we will reap if we do not lose heart. So you've got to keep on going. You've got to keep on running. Sometimes you're going to run. You might get sidetracked. You might make a mistake. You might fall. You might trip. You might scuff your knee. You might break a leg. Spirit, I, I, I'm just, you know, not spiritually, but I'm just using that as an example. But you pick yourself up and you keep on going. You keep on pressing. Keep practicing. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing the word. Keep doing what you know to do. And ultimately, you will win the race. You will get to the top. Amen. Glory to the name of Jesus. All right. That's it. Tune in again Monday afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com. Thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of God-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the Word of God and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come, God's Word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors.